It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. And we're recording, everyone. There we go. Hey, it's another week. Uh, NFL in London podcast. Wade and Callum here. Uh, it is uh, halfway through the season. Over halfway through. The season. Actually, officially halfway. Now everyone's played. Uh, they played sixteen games. So eight games are done and dusted. What do we know? 49ers. and the Patriots are undefeated. I wouldn't have had the 49ers undefeated before the season, but I wouldn't have had that. I wouldn't impressive. also. I wouldn't have also have had the Packers only with one one loss. Um, but here we are, and uh, the shit show continues. Uh, Callum and Wade, we're going to talk about some of the games. Hey, we've got one game left in London. That's right, the final London game could actually be the best one of all of them. Uh, Jacksonville and Houston, although Houston has lost J.J. Watt, uh, we'll get into their predictions of all of those games. Uh, and, you know, it should be an exciting game. It's supposed to be really wet and crazy and, and, and nutty uh, at Wembley on Sunday. So um, that should be an interesting game if you're going to the game. We also have a new sponsor, in and Bet Regal. Uh, we'll be putting ads up throughout the thing. The, the page and all, they send it to me, I don't really know. We put it up, anyway, new way to bet, new way to bet on NFL, you can follow our bets, Bet Regal will also help you manage them, so if we say something stupid on a show, you can bet on it. Let's go through our first games, look at all the games, we can talk about our Thursday night game first, we have the San Francisco 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco, holy macaroni, did they ever open this game up last week? Uh, we all knew that they had one heck of a defense, but the offense, absolutely pulverized, a pulverization last week. Uh, you know, people talk about coach of the years, and everyone's talking about Sean Payton. Uh, how about Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, he's been working really well in this. Kittle and Jimmy G seem to be flying, and the running game seems to be going too. They were gashing defenses. San Francisco is 7-0, Arizona 3-4-1. Over under in this one is 44 points, and the 49ers are favored by 10. Callum, what do we think on this? It's it's a big, it's a big favored spread there, but um, considering the performances of the 49ers, I think you have to kind of give them that credit. Um, like you said, Wade, last week was, for me, an eye-opening surprise just how much they, they were able to run all over the Panthers, who, yeah. when they were here in London, looked pretty good on defense. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, you know, the the one, two, three, four punch, I think, with their running backs. There was a lot of Breeder, punches. Yeah. Breeder, Coleman, Moster, and Wilson. Um, yeah. I know they're a little banged up this week, but the, the way they've been able to run the ball has basically meant that Garoppolo hasn't had to be very good. Yeah. He hasn't had to throw the ball that much. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was a nice ad, I thought, uh, for their wide receiving core, and he caught a touchdown last week, which is you know a good sign for them. Um, but yeah, generally, the 49ers defense, and Bosa specifically, just kind of wreaking havoc um, all over the Panthers, and I, I kind of think they'll do the same tonight. I think the Cardinals might put up a little better of a fight, just in terms of maybe keeping it close. Uh, closer, shall we say. Um, I think that the Kyler Murray uh, phenomenon in terms of just being a very different quarterback and maybe a little bit harder to scheme and game plan for, his ability to get away from big pass rushes um, maybe might mean that the Cardinals can keep it close for a little while, but I would still expect it to be um, a fairly comfortable 49ers win. I'd say 31-20, 49ers. 31-20. Beating the one point there. Now, there was an interesting stat that I talked to, I think I mentioned to Ryan on the last podcast, that Kyler Murray now has more losses in his career, uh, from his whole career, professionally, than in high school and college combined. He's had more losses as a part of the Cardinals, which obviously says like just how good, like this guy never lost. It's how good he is. Like that's how good he is. He never lost in high school. He never lost in college. He comes to the NFL and he gets his first loss. like, oh man, this is not what I thought. I don't know if that's his voice. Look, um, yeah, 
The problem is, you know, Arizona, sure, they, they finally had a full defense last week, and that was New Orleans, who really shook and rattled them. Mm. This, you know, when you've got Bosa, D. Ford, DeForest Buckner, oh, man, like this... <laughs> This is going to be, he's, you think he's running around a lot. Holy crap, man. He is going to be floored. Absolutely. Uh, I've got this one 34 to 17. Uh, I can't see. Yeah, it's definitely covering it. I could see the over on this one because it'd be nice and warm. Uh, Arizona, San Francisco doesn't have to travel that far. So it's not a big, uh, a big thing for them. So I think they'll be uh, happy off this big win. They'll be emotional. Uh, the line's actually gone up to 10 and a half from 10. So that says something to you about the game. Let's move on to our home game, Houston. Uh, Jacksonville, Houston, one and a half point favorites in this one, five and three versus the four and four Jacksonville Jaguars. Now it's 47 and a half points over under, but Jacksonville has been here a lot of times before. Some people would say this is their home stadium. This is their home country, but what will they think? Uh, how do we see this game going? Um, I, I will say with what you said earlier in terms of maybe being the best game, um, I think this might be the most competitive throughout of the London games that we've seen. Um, the Bears Raiders game. Um, which we won't talk about in too much detail with, with Wade, obviously. Shoot um, it! But uh, it was a lot more competitive, longer than I thought it was going to be going in. I thought the Bears would run all over the Raiders and it wasn't to be. Um, but then you kind of had two relatively one-sided games in the Panthers killing the Buccaneers and the Rams destroying the uh, hapless Bengals. Um, but yeah, no, I, th I, think, I think the Jags will play them close. I do think the Texans will win. Um, I think Deshaun Watson currently is playing out of his mind. Um, the getting kicked in the eye and then finding a way to throw a touchdown pass half blind is, is pretty impressive at the best of times. Um, and I just think that there's probably slightly too many weapons for them. Um, the Jacksonville defense is still solid, but losing Jalen Ramsey to cover DeAndre Hopkins is a huge loss in this particular matchup. Um, Boye can do a good job and their defense is still got some talent in pieces. Um, but I just think with Watson and Hopkins and the quietly slightly impressive Carlos Hyde I don't want to call him impressive generally impressive. but he's had some good performances or certainly more than I was expecting when they picked him up I thought it was a bit of a random addition to their team but he's actually been helpful at least in getting them a few yards so that Watson's not in third and 14 all the time yeah um so yeah, for me, uh, I'm gonna go 28-24 Texans. 28-24 yeah. for the Texans. Hoping for some points, but I think the Texans will cover the spread and, and win. I don't think Houston is gonna have a very good day. I think Jacksonville is gonna beat them, and they're gonna beat them really well in this game. Jacksonville again, hometown. Uh, they'll have the crowd behind them. They come here early. They're really into it. Con has got enough facilities. So when, when teams visit here, it's not the same. When Jaguars visit here, they've got a lot of things set mm. up. The system is here. They've already got sort of people here on the ground. Um, you got Minshew Mania. They, you know, <laughs> the first time these guys played, Minshew Mania was in full effect. He wasn't really having the kind of confidence that he had. Losing J.J. Watt is going to be huge. Uh, and also Fuller out as well. So he's lost a lot of weapons. They're coming in here, I think, on their back feet. They're tired. Um... From, you know, this is, they've played eight games. They haven't had a break yet. So you start getting into this and you sort of go, these guys are going to need a break at some point. They're going to have a break after this weekend, but I think they're too tired. And I think getting kicked in that eye, kicked in the head, um, when you saw him at the baseball last night, congratulations, Montreal Expos, you won. They were a Canadian team and the Americans took them. But, um, so, look, I just have this one, I have this one being beaten. And this is my pick of the week, actually. Jacksonville will win 26 to 20. We disagree on We disagree. Two, so. <laughs> we'll, see what, start, we'll yeah. see what happens. Let's go on to our next game. How about this one? Washington, 1-7 at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, dildo on the field. 9.5 point favorites for 36.5 point over-under. Weather probably will be crappy. Um, you know, Washington doesn't... They're not playing... I mean, McLaurin's playing well. They're keeping in the games. 
their defense is able to keep them in through a lot of it. AP is running like a number one running back on their team. So they are 1-7, uh, and their defense isn't horrible. Buffalo um, has been able to, Josh Allen's been able to keep it going, uh, but not huge high scoring. They're, they're playing sort of below their ability. So how do you see this one going, Cal? Um, I'll say straight up, I think, I think the Bills will win. Um, I just I don't think that the uh, the Washington team are good enough to hang with them throughout uh, throughout a full game. Um, I, I think you raised some very valid points. I think that if Trent Williams was going to play rather than claim that his helmet's hurting his head, um, Adrian Peterson might have even better chance of running the ball really well. Um, the fact that he's reported but is still not playing is 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 difficult for Washington. Um, I, McLaurin's been a revelation. Um, he really has, and I think they will they will score some points against what is a good Buffalo defense. Um, but I've I've been impressed by the Bills generally. I mean, I, they've found a ways to win games. If you'd told me before the season they'd have this many wins at this point in the season, I would not have believed that. Um, and with you know Gore and Singletary, I think their ability to run the ball will be useful in this one. Um, they've quietly got a quite effective wide receiver group. Yeah. Um, Beasley was a good pickup. Um, John yeah, Brown's doing okay. well. Brown um, is doing okay, yeah. And just generally, I think the Bills are a solid enough team to win this. I don't think it'll be particularly high scoring. Um, I'll say Buffalo 24-17. 24-17. Yeah. So you don't have them make covering the spread. I don't have them covering the spread either. I think nine and a half points is a lot for a, a lot. Buffalo team. A um, but I do have Washington keeping this tight. I think Buffalo has, at this point, you know, this is an easier win. They don't have to, they don't have to cruise. It's not like they're playing the Patriots. So they are prepared. Give some guys some time to rest and get back. Uh, but, you know, Washington is going to play hard for each game, and they're going to keep going after for each game. Um, you know, and, and Case Keenum, if he, uh, you know, maybe he can maybe he can have a good game uh, and put it together. But I have Buffalo winning it, but only by two points. I have Buffalo winning it 20-18. to 18. Now, <clears throat> we move on to the next game. Uh, Tennessee, 4-4. Four and four. The Ryan Tannehill-led Tennessee Titans. At Carolina, four and three. Kyle Allen uh, not having a good game last week, uh, you know, and uh, they're four and three, forty-one and a half points over under. Carolina is favored by four points in this game. Um, so you know you're starting to look at the Cam Newton situation, getting him back in. Uh, I think you know the San Francisco weekend really shook him. Yeah, uh, that was a bad. That was yeah. that's where the bad man hit me. Um, and so they're going to be coming back from that one because obviously when you're playing at home and your hometown fans have just seen you bitch slapped yeah. on a center stage like that, there's going to be some issues there. Uh, so the offensive line as well, I mean, it's going to be, have to be something that they have to look at being able to protect, particularly, you know, the, the Tannehill, the one for uh, Tennessee is going to have a lot of problems, I think, with this Carolina defense. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm going to say, firstly, on the record, as a Miami Dolphins fan, I'm very happy to see Ryan Tannehill having some element of success. Um, I think he deserved better than the way he was treated at the end by the Dolphins. Um, and, yeah, I, th I thought the Titans were, were, were good last week. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Johnny Smith stepped up. In Delaney Walker looks like age might finally have caught up to him. And yeah. And Johnny Smith's made it. Delaney Walker, as I yeah. called him. <laughs> yeah, oh. he's, he's, he's a bit broken down. Um, yeah. Derek Henry hasn't necessarily been super effective, but is still managing to get yards. Lost a fumble last week, which was a bit of a problem for them. Um but no, I, I think the Panthers will win this game. Um, I, it's no disrespect to Tennessee, but I am struggling with the concept that the Titans might be good. I, I can't really get on board with that right now. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine was trying to tell me that I need to accept it and acknowledge that the Titans are good, but I, I just am not quite a believer yet. Um, 
I mean, the X factor is still Christian McCaffrey for me. I mean, yeah. um, the Titans have a relatively good defense to shut down the Chargers a couple of weeks ago. Um, and for them, the game plan has to be stop McCaffrey. Um, yeah. You know, the, the Panthers with Kyle Allen, who came back down to earth a little bit last week. Um, Richard Sherman was chirping him somewhat as he's yes, known to as, do. as he would. <laughs> yeah. There were some there were some bad mistakes in that game by him. Yeah, Allen wasn't great, and the specter of Cam Newton is potentially looming. And you know, for the Panthers, I think they'd hope that he would come back. Yeah. Um, sooner rather than later, but I do have the Panthers winning. Um, I'm going to go 27-21. 27. Carolina. 21. Wow, you're one point off from me. I have this 28-21 for ah. Carolina. Uh, look, I think Greg Olson's going to have a good game. If you're looking to pick him up in Daily Fantasy and DraftKings, join our DraftKings League. Just go to NFL in London on DraftKings, find us in the leagues, and you'll find that in Greg Olson there will be very cheap. Uh, but I also think, as you say, Christian McCaffrey's going to have a good game. Kyle Allen has to rebound. Obviously trying to keep his job. But both these teams seem to be a 500 team. Uh, they're going to be middling through. I don't think anyone's really going to have a shot at the playoffs this year. Uh, they'll continue to win. They'll continue to take some losses. But at the end of the game, I still have Carolina winning this one 28-21. But this will be a red zone game to watch. <laughs> hey, here's a game I'm going to watch. The Bears, 3-4. and four, uh, uh, Visiting Philadelphia, who are 4-4. Four and four. Philadelphia coming out for that beast of a win in Buffalo. Philadelphia's five-point favorites in this game with the over-under 43.5. Now, Chicago, and I'm a Bears fan, as we know. Um, this Trubisky situation is getting out of hand. Nagy's play calling and defending was getting out of hand. Eddie Pinero missing that ball, getting out of hand. Uh, and you can just tell the defense is getting tired. Uh, you're getting not just physically tired of the crap. You know, like, what do we have to do for you guys? What do we have to do for, to get you in a point to win? And why do you screw it up? Why do you go so many times within the red zone and mess it up? Why do you keep doing this? Why can't you get a friggin' ball down the field? Why can't you hit anyone open? What do you think? I was just going to continue to let you go. Oh, don't um, let me go. Don't I, let me go. Don't let me go. I, I really wanted to ask you the questions about this one because, yeah, for me, the most impressive thing about Trubisky and the Bears' offense is that they've somehow managed to ruin the Bears' defense. Yeah. Which I can't quite fathom. I yeah. Mean, I, I don't know how you feel. I thought you were unlucky not to win that game. You know, Pinero's been very good, I think, as a rookie yeah. kicker. You're going to miss the odd field goal. It just so happened that this was a game winner. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, are you... Are you Ready to ditch Trubisky and oh, I, I, I was willing to ditch him before we even got him. I was okay. like, get rid of him, uh, you know, because there's so many different options. I just there. want you to know that you could have had Patrick. Oh Mahomes. no, we all know just all these so things. You know, we you know could have chosen Patrick. Mahomes. We could have chosen a few people. I'm just we traded up. We traded up for him. And so ignored Mahomes. Obviously, there's there's a problem in the front office uh, when these kind of things happen. Look, he he, you know, he got us the playoffs last year, but still, it wasn't that convincing. I mean, it's not one of these guys that can check it and run it back down the field and score. It's You're never in... It's like, if there was two minutes left on the clock, it's like, oh, Trubisky's got the ball! You know, you're never, never thinking that. You're like, oh, so we're punting, are we? Um, so, but this game, I, I have differently. Look, the one big thing is Chicago's not at home anymore, so they don't have to hear, boo, you suck, boo. I mean, they'll hear it, but it won't be as loud. Um, oh, no, these Eagles fans. They're, they're oh, the Eagles, <laughs> no, not as not as nasty as the Bears fans are to ourselves. Okay. Sure, they'll take a battery off the helmet, but that's just Philadelphia. Um, but the Eagles, I think, you know, they won the game last week against Buffalo, and that was a big win for them. They won it. Uh, but again, they haven't faced a defense like this, a hungry defense. And, you know, Philadelphia, uh, you know, did have some scoring plays, but our secondary is a lot better than Bill, uh, Buffalo's is. And getting the run across and being with the clamps on, we should be able to stop them, negate the running game. Elshon Jeffrey, negate him. I don't know about Deshaun Watson, but there's still coverage there. Obviously, you got to look out for Kyle Fuller. 
Um, but I think Montgomery getting him running like we did last week, get him going again, keep running that ball. It's going to be tough, that Philadelphia front uh, defense, and Cox is, is nasty, but choosing options, getting some slot routes, getting some options, you know, getting him in movement. Uh, so um, I have this one. Chicago wins 24-21. How about you? <laughs> well, I was going to say, I think for you guys to win this game, um, I think it's really important to get Alan Robinson going again, who I mm-hmm. think has quietly had a very good season for yeah. you guys, certainly more than I was expecting him to at the start of the year. Um, wishing I would have drafted him in a couple of fantasy leagues. Sure. Um, Robinson's done well, um, and the Eagles look vulnerable to the passing game. You know, yeah. There was very, very uh, loud reports they were after a DB before the trade deadline and weren't quite able to do it. Um, I just can't trust the Bears' offense. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Um, I'm, I'm struggling to see a way that Trubisky's able to do it. Yeah. You say it was four and a half point or three and a half point? Five points for the Eagles. Five points for the Eagles, yeah. I, d- I think it'll be closer than that. Yeah. Um, I, c- I could see... I'm going to go 21-17 Eagles. Okay. I don't see it being particularly high scoring based on the quality of the Bears' defense and also the inability or the lack of quality in the Bears' offense. Um, and I feel like those two things will keep it a relatively low-scoring game. 21-17... I would love to tell you that I'm a believer in, in Trubisky, but I, I'm struggling right now. And no. I think the Eagles, I feel like the Eagles need it more based on the fact that I, I think the Bears, if you're looking at where they are and what they've got coming up, I think you probably have to accept that it's not going to be a playoff year. And I think the Eagles still feel like they can challenge Dallas for that one spot in the NFC East. And I think they've got a shout. Well, it's eight games. So, I mean, even if you are got a three record, if you can win the next date and run up the table... Uh, <laughs> It's a chance. Uh, not the same record as last year, but it's a chance. Uh, but I, I think we can still do this one. All right, moving to the next one. Uh, one of our competitors, Minnesota Vikings at the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no line in this one because Patrick Mahomes has twisted his knee back around. The Illuminati put him in some Illuminati juice, fixed his knee. I don't know. Uh, there's no line in this one, but Minnesota's 6-2. Kansas City 5-3. and three. Very hard to bet on a game like this when you don't know what the quarterback situation is going to be like. Will Matt Moore, who did not have a bad game, Matt Moore was able to keep up, chuck the ball down. Uh, what was the big standout last week was the defense of Kansas City actually came to fruition, uh, was able to step up when they needed it. Um, but then this Dalvin Cook guy, man, I'm, he was my first running back I added in my fantasy pools, and woohoo, he's been having a year. He's, he's unbelievable. And to be fair, quietly, Alexander Mattison, their backup's having yeah. a really good year as well. Um, young, young player, and the Vikings are kind of stacked at running back in that sense. Um, I think I touched on it a couple of weeks ago. The, the the home field advantage of Kansas City is usually incredible. And the fact yeah. that they've been losing at home repeatedly yeah. is almost unbelievable. Um, and yeah, the Mahomes, the Mahomes thing is kind of the X factor in this game. I mean, I, I if Mahomes was guaranteed to be playing, I would pick the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, straight up. I think the Vikings have a lot of good pieces, um, but they are missing Thielen still, I believe. Yeah. Um, Diggs has done well since that, really, since the injury. And Dalvin is, is exceptional. Um Cousins, I'm always hesitant to be in support of Kirk Cousins. Just generally, you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I, I do think the Vikings will win this on the presumption that Mahomes isn't playing. Um, I'm going to say it'll be close though. I'm going to go tw- uh, 28-24 Vikings. Okay, I too have Minnesota to win in this one. Uh, they are firing a lot of cylinders right now, and I think it eventually comes down to a game where Minnesota plays Green Bay and they kill each other. <laughs> and then everyone's like, oh my god, there's two teams left, what happens? And then Detroit's like, we don't want to play anymore. And Chicago wins. Um, that could happen, but uh, Patrick Mahomes will be doubtful. I do see uh, Cook having a great game in this one. But also, I do see Kansas City scoring back. 
You know, you can torch Minnesota. They can be hit. The running game might be a little bit tougher uh, for Kansas City. But, you know, when you start looking at these wide receivers and you look just how fast they are, if Matt Moore, yeah. you know, you, you just happen to see what, when Tyree Kill, he gets going, he's bye-bye. He's gone. If you can find Hill or Hardman in the open field. And Kelsey's going gonna to make moves. He finds himself in the field, and he's a big boy to get down. Once he gets going, he gets one, two step. It's very difficult to get this guy done. So I do see the Chiefs at home sticking into it. Uh, at one point, I was going back and forth to see if maybe they would win this one. If... Mahomes does come and he's firing, he's looking good, I could see them winning. Yeah. But right now, I would not bet on this game. No. So if you're on Bet Regal and you see Wade's name in this one, I say don't bet. Here's a game I don't really bet, and it's your team. And no one really likes to talk because these teams really suck. Uh, we'll talk quickly on this one. Jets, 1-6. and six, Miami, 0-7. Oh it's in Miami, uh, so there's probably going to be some sort of porn company there. And probably a craft beer company um, in the parking lot giving away, hey, try our thing, to 80 people. Uh, Jets are favored by three points. The over-under is 40.5. Uh, Jets in Miami. Uh, does anyone care? Uh, you know, the Jets blown out last week. Um, I just... 28-24, uh, Jets. Okay. You think we'll score 24 yeah. points? I think I think it's because it's Ryan Tannehill. Or Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to chuck it down the field. He said talk quickly, so here we go. Dolphins suck. Tank strong. Xavier and Howard IR. Jets getting better. Strong, excuse me, weak schedule for Jets coming up. Darnold actually quietly quite good. Won't be seeing ghosts. 28 14 Jets. 28 no 14 stress. Jets. Keep losing Miami. Perfect. All right, we'll move on to the next game. Um, last game of the six o'clock set. That's right, folks. If you haven't remembered, don't forget if you're in North America, your clocks change this weekend. So the four hour gap that we have between North America and the UK will lessen. It'll be five hours. Back to it, huh? It was nice having that, which means the game at Wembley will be at 2.30. This is the final of the 6 p.m. games. It is the Indianapolis Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I said the Colts might even lose last week, and their record would not be good, and I said they would barely get by, and look what happened. Denver uh, had a good game against the Colts. The Colts are now 5-2. Who are this Colts team? Pittsburgh is 3-4. It's in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by one. Um, when you saw them play on the, on the week, and the amount of... Horrible balls that was just thrown uh, by Mason Rudolph. Uh, and the amount of drop balls, the amount of passes. Uh, Connor looks like he is out as well. Um, you know, they're just, how could you screw up even worse? So, will they be able to pull this together? And the Colts, uh, are they for real? Or, or, or are they pretending? They had a few good games. They're 5-2 and two now. But does this allow them to move forward? And Pittsburgh is favored by one. People are freaking out going, why are they favored by one? That was my question. I have no idea. Uh, well, it comes on the back of good scoring. They're at home. Uh, consistency, uh, the amount of guys that they have on the team. Um, comes down to the defense, too. That defense is playing really heads-up defense. I actually, you know, look, I'll tell you right ahead. I, I, think, I think Pittsburgh's going to win by more than that. I think Pittsburgh's going to win 24-20. to 20. I think Indianapolis is going to struggle again. Pittsburgh's going to be at home. Indianapolis is struggling to find this. And their offensive line, which was very good, is going to really struggle with this defense. Um, so I don't think they're going to have a lot of running room that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a lot of pressure that's going to happen on Brissett. Um, and I don't think Marlon Mack's going to go anywhere either. So I have this Pittsburgh winning this one. I don't. That's good. Um, that's why we That's why we bet, folks. Um, I, I, I understand the point you're making. Um, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick's been, been good for the, the, the Steelers since the trade. Um, but I will say the Steelers' defense... Looked good on Monday night, but they were playing the Dolphins, and they were fourteen nothing down 
with not a lot of time played. Now, admittedly, part of that was to do with Mason Rudolph's quarterback play, um, but that in itself is is an issue with the Steelers as well. Um, if with Connor probably being out, that run game that looked good against Miami maybe takes a recession there. Okay. Um, I've I've been picking fairly consistently against the Colts this year, um, unsuccessfully clearly. Um, but I and I was surprised that Denver kept it so close last week because I think Denver are, are pretty terrible. Um, but Brissett, I think, has had a quietly good year and is is making waves with that offense. Um, you, I, I kind of wish there was a second receiving threat to go with T.Y. I know Zach Pascal's had some good plays, but um, you're really coming down to T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack to carry the offense of this team. Um, but I, I don't see the Steelers being able to reproduce what they did on Monday um, against a much better team. Um, I think the Colts defense can, can step up and, and cause Rudolph problems just like the Dolphins did. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go 28-20 uh, Indianapolis. 28-20 to 20 Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, and so that's that's the first half of the game. You're wrong in this one. You're going to see <laughs> what happens. Well, we'll see. Well, we'll see. You know what's going to happen? You open that stinky fridge and grab me a beer. <laughs> Seriously. The fridge stinks. My daughter loves stinky cheese. So I have to keep stinky cheese in the house. Well, Callum gets me a lovely brew dog. Brew dog uh, punk IPA. I don't see one. There's no in the back there? I see a Budweiser. Flock. Well, I guess we're done for beers then. Uh, that's okay. You got Coke Zeros. I've got Coke Zeros in there. Nothing in the back. Okay. Well, that's fine. I guess we're done drinking for today. That's Sorry. okay. That's okay. Ryan probably drank them all last time. That's fine. We'll move on to our nine o'clock games. I don't need a drink anyway. It's not like it's Halloween. Hmm? <laughs> don't need a drink. Have fun. Okay. We move on to the next game. Detroit, Oakland. Uh, Detroit three three and run. Oakland uh, three and four. Oakland man, they've been playing it tough in a lot of these games. They're coming back. They're keeping it tough. They're two point favorites in this one. 51 points is the over-under. Somebody knows there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Detroit has had some injuries. Uh, Darius Slay being out, that's a really bad one for, for being able to stop a lot of scoring on them. And Oakland's offensive line, it seems to be imp- uh, improving as well. Giving Derek Carr a lot more time. Uh, and you got old JJ. Um, you know, is he going to have another field day? Uh, will Josh Jacobs be able to run through everyone? Um, you know, w- how do you see this one going? I think Oakland were actually very impressive against the Texans last week um, and played them closer than I thought they would and Josh Jacobs is a large reason for that um, running consistently this season looking like a, a really good choice from, from the Raiders in their draft um, I, I think Oakland will win um, I think Detroit might be one of the teams that some people are on board with that I'm not similar to the Titans yeah. um, I think losing on Johnson is a big loss for them um, Matt Stafford is having a very impressive season in places Um was very good last week and Golladay and him seem to have a very, very good connection um, that, you know, keeps them in high-scoring games. And I do think this will be high-scoring. Um, I'm going to go 34-30 to the Raiders. Okay. Um, I do think the Raiders will cover that. I think they'll uh, they'll be able to find a way to win this. Um, Renfro broke out with a big play last week and I think just with the options that Derek Carr has and the time created by the offensive line, I don't see the, the Lions being able to get past the Raiders this week. No, I mean the Raiders. Uh, they have been played everyone tough lately, and, and John Gruden. You know, he's he's. They've got a good offensive line that really helps having that in football. Oakland does have a good offensive line. Gives Carr lots of time. Gives Josh Jacobs plenty of time and plenty of space and power to run behind. Uh, Detroit. You know, they've had a few injuries, um, and I think the injuries there was probably three or four they had last week that really really takes the wind out of your sails for something like this. That being said, though, they are going to be able to score. T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, the one thing Raiders don't defend against well is tight ends. Matt Stafford is going to be able to run the ball around. Uh, he'll be able to find some room and get it going. Uh, I think Marvin Jones will also have a good day. 
Uh, I've actually got this as a push. I've got Oakland winning 30 to 28, but covering that two points. Uh, I think it'll be a high scoring, but I have this as. I don't know if I want to bet on this one just because I think it will be almost a push. And it's, it's it'll, yeah, there's there's multiple ways it could go. Um, and you're right, Hawkinson and I neglected to mention Darren Waller on the other yeah. side having a really good season. Waller has been great. It could be a battle of the tight ends, honestly, in terms yeah. of, in terms of receptions in this. But um, yeah, no, I think we're both in agreement that the Raiders will win and and cover that two point spread. Okay, so we move on to our next game: Tampa Bay Buccaneers two and five. They're at Seattle six and two. Uh, Seattle's favored by six points. 52 and a half. Jameis Winston. Uh, where, are you, where are you throwing it, bud? Where are you going? What are you doing with that? Uh, the quarterback whisperer is starting to yell. He's not very happy, and Jameis uh, is quickly showing his inconsistencies. That being said, their defense is amazing. In Seattle, though, they've had a lot of tough injuries. Their offensive line has been quite depleted. Russell Wilson is being chased a lot. That defense is not the defense it was. People are scoring on them at will. Um, so will they be able to stop this, and will they be able to stop Russell Wilson uh, Tampa Bay in this one. Two and five, uh, six-point favorites. Who do you have? I have Seattle. Um, I, I, again, similarly, you know, if, if you have a quarterback that I can't trust, it's going to be very hard for me to predict that you're going to win the game. Um, after seeing what I saw in uh, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium with Jameis Winston, I don't think I'll ever be supporting him or cheering in any way for the Buccaneers ever again. It's just impossible to kind of root for as, as a person, firstly, but also just... Uh, um, as a player, there's, there's no trust from me there with him. Um, they do have arguably maybe even the top one-two puncher wide receiver in the league right now. Um, Evans and Godwin is, is a hell of a partnership. Yeah. Um, it's certainly top three. Um, I think I might rather have Beckham and Landry from the Browns, but that's, you know, that's... they got to catch the balls. That's a debatable question right yeah. now. Um, but the Buccaneers look... They look like they have pieces and they lack a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think notably their running game is is pretty average, which I think leads to Jameis having to chuck it, which I think leads to some of the interceptions that he's throwing. Um, that, like you said, their defense is good, um, but I think Russell Wilson is having an MVP caliber year um, with Lockett, and he's finding a little bit of a rapport with DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. um, who's kind of offset the loss of Will Disley a little bit by coming more into his own and two touchdowns last week. Um, Chris Carson has been very good for me. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's someone who can continually grind out yards and touchdowns for for the Seahawks, and so I, I do think they'll win, and I, and I think they'll just about cover, though probably more from uh, Winston's mistakes than from uh, their own excellence. So I have it thirty four twenty four, so a little bit more thirty four twenty four. Yeah, uh, I get another pick of the week in this one. Uh, Buccan- Buccaneers, Buccaneers win. Oh, they win. They no, win this game. They're gonna win. No. They're gonna win. Look, Seattle is struggling a lot, and they've been struggling at home. And I have this one. I, You know, the Tampa Bay defense is coming at them fast. I think Russell Wilson's going to struggle, particularly with that defensive depleted line. I think they're tired of losing, too. They're tired of having these losses that they've had. They've got to go home. They've got to put up a win. This defense is there. Jameis, he's been slapped enough, you know, basically saying, don't do this, don't do this. And, you know, Bruce Aarons is very uh, demonstrative. You know, he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have done this. This should have worked. But this is a time this is put up or shut up. And he's going to have to put a game together. I have Tampa Bay winning this one 30-28. Now we move on to another game. I don't think this one's on Sky. I, I can't remember the late games on Sky. It's uh, Cleveland at Denver. Uh, both sucky teams. Uh, if you would have told the Browns they'd be 2-5 and five at this point, at the start of the season, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're going to brown out. And that's how they talk. Uh, they're at Denver, 2-6. Uh, and six. Uh, Flacco, is, uh, he's got that pain in his neck from talking too much uh, and getting benched. 
Uh, it's in Denver. Cleveland is favored by three. The over-under in this one is 40 points. Um, this O-line, uh, it's been very difficult uh, for Denver. Uh, Joe Flacco has not had a lot of time to do anything. You know, when he says uh, they've got to go for things, you actually have to have the time and the, and the ability to go for it. Um, so this will be interesting. And, you know, um, when we talk about Baker Mayfield, he doesn't really have as much of a line either, but he's just not, he's not playing as well as he should. Um, he's making a lot of silly mistakes. How do you have this game going, Cleveland visiting at the Browns? I, I, I think the uh, Cleveland will beat the Broncos. Um, I think oh, the Broncos. Yeah, yes, yeah. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland beating the Browns would be quite impressive. Yeah, them. yeah they'll, they um, always beat the Browns. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think the Broncos have probably just accepted that they might need to just tank from now, um, based on the fact that they have benched Flacco for saying some slightly critical things um, mm-hmm. and hurting his neck in doing so, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean... I actually think putting a rookie quarterback in against Miles Garrett is borderline cruel yes. uh, in this situation for the Broncos. Um, and look, I mean, I've, I've been on the Browns train for a while and I do still believe in Baker and their offense. Yeah. And it has to work eventually. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm, there's too much talent for it not to work ever, yeah. is my opinion. Um, and I think it starts here. I've got 24-14 Cleveland. Um, okay. Odell is going to have big games eventually. Landry is still getting the catches, but eventually he's going to break a long one. Um, Chubb is still running well despite the fumbling issues against the Patriots. I actually didn't think they were terrible against the Patriots. If you ignore the stupid turnovers, yeah, they played them better than most teams. Their have played the Patriots. defense played all right, but I don't yeah. know about the offense. Uh, that offense was picked apart. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think they've got some options, but Denver's defense is very fast, and and the offensive line for Cleveland is going to struggle on this one. Uh, I think Denver's really going to come at them. They're at home. Uh, Horseface has been yelling at them. I have uh, this one, 21-18 to 18 for Cleveland. Uh, I have it as a push. I thought you were going to pick the Broncos, and I was going to No, but no, I think the Broncos are going to Broncos will hold them tight. Hang and tough, as they would say. Okay, move on to the next one. This game, I think, could be on the Sky game. I'm not sure. It's the Packers. I think this is. Uh... Seven and one Packers at the Chargers. Three and a half. Packers are seven and one. Packers are favored only by three. Going into the home ruckus stadium of the Chargers where anything can happen. Fans might even show up. Um, 46 and a half points over under. Devontae Adams is probably going to be back for this game. That gives Aaron Rodgers a whole bunch of new things. But the Chargers, uh, holes, 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 holes everywhere. Uh, you know, they're down to some of the third and straight, fourth stringers on some of these guys. Their offensive line um, has just been atrocious. Uh but hopefully, you know, their defense is pretty good. They might be able to stop the running game. Um, you know, so we'll have to see what happens here. Uh, but Phillip Rivers, you know, what, he's going to be able to move the ball and happen. And we talked about earlier, Melvin Gordon or Eckler, uh, what's going to happen with those guys? Because Gordon's knees look like they're probably going to pop off like uh, Patrick Mahomes at some point. So what can they do? And will the Chargers have a chance in this one? I think the Chargers will have a chance. Um, and I think it will be, be close. Um, but I, I do think the Packers are going to win. Um, I like the fact that the Chargers have made a change at offensive coordinator um, getting rid of Wiz and Hunt I think they, they something had to change um, they'd had less than 40 yards rushing for four yeah. straight games since Gordon came back or something like that which is insane um, and yeah like Wade said we were discussing whether the new offensive coordinator is going to be good for Gordon or good for Eckler and we're both hoping it'll be for Eckler who is you know such yeah. a dynamic playmaker um, that I think that would be kind of a non-starter if you didn't want to get him more involved yeah um, you know because he'll be trade me trade me trade me yeah. soon well his touches were so high before Gordon came back yeah. understandably and have decreased so much since he did 
that you can't really justify that when you look at how productive Ekela had been being. Um, and yeah, for me, I, I think that the Packers have impressed. I agree with you. I didn't expect their record to be what it is right now at the start of the season. Um, but again, I think that they've just probably got just enough and too much talent, especially if Devontae Adams is back. Mm-hmm. Um, that that partnership between him and Rodgers is, is truly special. Um, and so I'm going to go 31-28 Green Bay. 31 28. Yeah. Three points. Keep, have keep, a push. Keep, keep giving it to Aaron Jones. Keep, uh, keep yeah, I have this Jones. one. I have it 31 18. I actually have okay. the, I actually have the Chargers to kill him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Packers. Friggin' Packers. Oh, uh, Packers are just too much for them. Uh, you know, Weisenhunt, there, there's going to be, I think they'll be able to, the change of him will be, means there'll be more to score uh, for the Chargers, but they got to score something, and the defense really has to step up here. Uh, Rodgers loves the, the warm weather. He's going to go there, show it off. I have this easy win. Now we move to our late game. Uh, this is the 120 game here in England on Sky. The New England Patriots, is that what they're called? 8-0 yes, uh, uh, at the Baltimore Ravens. At Baltimore, Baltimore's had some time off. Uh, Baltimore's 5-2. and two. Patriots are th- only 3.5 point favorites. Over under in 44 in this. Now if we know anything about Bill Belichick, he owns the 2018 draft class. Pretty much every quarterback that came out of there has been bitch slapped. Um, so... Will they be able to get pressure on Tom Brady? Will Lamar Jackson be erased by Bill Belichick's scheme? He always chooses one person to erase. Will it be this guy? Uh, and will they be able to get the running game going? Will Mark Ingram be able to actually gouge this Patriots defense? Or is the Patriots defense going to lock the clamps on and score 25 fantasy points like they get against me every week? Why do I always play against some of the Patriots defense? How does it always work? What do you think, Cal? Yeah, I'm joining your I hate the Patriots defensive fantasy fan club because that's extremely frustrating. Um... I do think the Ravens will be able to run the ball. Um, like I said, the the Browns and Nick Chubb specifically were able to run very well against the Patriots. Yeah. They just kept fumbling. So if you hold on to the ball, Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson, you might have a chance. Um, there's kind of two schools of thought for me in this game um, in that I kind of believe that Belichick might just use this as a recon mission for a potential playoff game. Sure. And so- effectively say... I don't believe that Belichick is that obsessed with going 16-0 in the regular season. Like no, but he's not going to lose a game just for the sake of losing. I'm not saying he's going to lose it for the sake of losing it, but I'm going to say that I don't think he would be too bothered if they lost this game and maybe they threw some random looks at the page, at the Ravens yeah. to try and hold something back for a potential playoff game or just try and figure out a way that they do want to contain Lamar Jackson because no one's really been able to do it yet. No. Um, I can see him using this as kind of a recon mission, effectively. Um, I'm not going to pick against the Patriots in this. And like you said, Belichick against these quarterbacks, um, he tends to have their number. Um, but I do think it'll stay stay relatively close. I'm going to go 34-31 New England. I'm going to say okay. high scoring because I think that the Patriots will have to throw um, because I think that the Ravens will be able to move the ball on, on the ground. Um, Jackson is just uh, kind of incredible with what yeah. he's doing. Um, and so for me, I think that yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be close. Okay. Well, I've got this one as well. I've uh, I've got this one being uh, New England winning this one, twenty four to twenty. Uh, Baltimore's had an extra week, so I think they'll be ready for this one. They'll keep the defense around. They're gonna try to figure out some stunts and every option to keep that the defense of the Patriots at bay. Then we'll move on to our final game. It's the final game of the podcast. We are talking Dallas Cowboys. It's a Monday nighter. Seven-point favorites. They're four and three against the New York Giants. Two and six. Forty-eight point over under in this one. Um, Giants have taken a few beatings over the weeks, and Dallas has also uh, took a beating at the hand of the Jets. Um, 
Will they be able to put this game around? This is an NFC East battle. What will they be able to do to Alex Sheen to make this sucker even happen? I, I've been saving this one. I mean, obviously, okay. it's the last game, but I've been saving this. This is my bold pick of the week. Okay. I'm taking the Giants. Woohoo! And I'll tell you why. I believe that on Monday night, primetime, this might just be the Daniel Jones coming out party, announcing himself to the world as, I'm here and I'm yeah. ready to rock. Um He's been quite good. He's not been, bad. They've not been bad, losing yeah. games and they lost against the Lions, which I wasn't necessarily sure was going to happen. But they played them relatively close. Yeah. Um, Barkley's now two weeks back from his injury. Yeah. Getting towards 100%, I think. Um, I, I struggle with the, the Cowboys being quite that elite so far. They've, they've had games where they look unstoppable and they've had games where they look very, very anemic, like the Jets game. Yeah. Um, I obviously the the thing that's in my head, and I'm sure you're going to bring it up, is the Cowboys coming off a bye week, mm-hmm. um, which gives them time to prepare. But I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to say my bold prediction, and there's a reason it's a bold prediction, um, considering the seven and a half point spread. But I'm sure. going to go with the Giants to win this, um, not by much. I'm going to say 31 28. 31 28. Thinking a game winning field goal or something like that okay. at the end. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Danny Dimes. You can all tweet me on on Tuesday morning when I'm completely. Yeah, we will. But I'm gonna go with the Giants in this one. Uh, yeah, I just think that week off is a little too much, and Zeke is gonna be very too much to stop. Uh, you know, the, the Dak Prescott. Obviously, they've taken a lot of flack. They are four and three, so they won't have to move ahead. They're also obviously gonna be watching what happens in the Philadelphia game, and if they can see Philadelphia lose, which I think they will, uh, then they're gonna start building momentum in terms of that. So uh, I have it twenty four to twenty. Uh, and that's going to be a Dallas victory, and then you'll start hearing "dem boys, dem boys" yeah, coming out of the woodwork again, again. again, again. I mean, I just, I, I think for me, it's important to have a bold prediction each week. Yeah, um, I, I, I looking, looking at the slate of games, I didn't think there was any real clear upset candidates. Oh, like the J- Jacksonville winning and, and well, Tampa Bay winning. You've, you've gone for the upsets that I don't necessarily agree with. Well, that's um, that's, but, that's why you yeah. follow me on Bat Regal. That's why I want to get our Bat Regal up. You, uh, you take my picks also to join our DraftKings party. And then we're actually got a party. We've got a few parties going on, but we do have one again in Crouch End on Sunday at the Princess Alex. It's open at 1 a.m. Come there well, after the games at Wembley. We had a nice crowd. We had about 40 people in there last week. Uh, sitting and watching the games till the wee hours, and that was really fun. Hopefully we'll see you guys there. Uh, thanks for listening. The video did cut out uh, a little bit on this one, so if you do watch in the video, my phone ran out of space. Uh, so thanks a lot for listening, everyone. It's Wade and Callum. This is NFL in London. Good luck to everyone. Enjoy London and enjoy week nine in the NFL.